Welcome to Courageous Leadership with Travis Yates, where leaders find the insights, advice, and encouragement they need to lead courageously. Welcome back to the Courageous Leadership Podcast. I have been away for most of the summer, and I'm not going to make an excuse, but I thought I would give you an explanation of where I've been and what I've been doing. And a couple of sort of hiccups occurred. The first hiccup that occurred was I moved business offices. And if you've ever moved, you know that things get really out of whack. And I had a lot of equipment, a lot of uh, items that I had to move to another location. And it's just been kind of slow going getting that new office set back up. And in the middle of that, I've been doing a lot of traveling, a lot of training seminars across the country, and then just the day-to-day grind of summertime and family and things like that. And the podcast kind of got put to the side. Uh, That's sort of the issue when I promise you that I'm going to do a weekly podcast. I want to own up to my promises, and I have absolutely failed you in that, but we're going to try to move forward and pick those back up because I've heard from a lot of you and I know these are helpful. I know they're valuable. Not every podcast episode is going to be equal in value, but I think most of them are going to talk to someone. And that's what we want to try to do here is encourage you to lead with courage. Now, one thing that I have been doing in the summer as I've continued to write, and I want to encourage you to go over to our Substack. That's travisyh.substack.com. In fact, the easiest way to do it is to go to our website, travisyh.org. You'll see our Substack link right there. You can subscribe and get those weekly articles. And I just released an article that has gotten a, a lot of kind of uh, comments and a lot of uh, questions back to me. And uh, the article was about this so-called playbook in law enforcement leadership. And I want to be very straightforward. You know, when I when I say things that come across as negative, I'm not talking about the majority of leaders. But as you know, a small minority of leaders can really wreck uh, communities. They can really wreck police departments. They can really ruin the lives of the men and women behind the badge. And I have unfortunately seen a lot of that during my tenure in law enforcement Uh, not only in my area, but around the country. And I think a lot of that uh, comes to what I have called cowardly leadership, but I wanted to sort of break down what cowardly leadership is. I know I've had episodes on what courageous leadership is, but the opposite of that is is cowardly leadership. And I talk about this in the article about the playbook, and I I talk about a story. Many years ago, I was in an all-staff meeting at my agency, and, you know, and admittedly, I probably had a little bit too much fire in my belly. I was a brand new captain and I was trying to change the world as many brand new people in leadership roles do. And I'm just hooping and hollering and arguing and trying to explain why we should do this or should do that. And I wasn't getting very far. And, and, and listen, I probably the way I was coming across was one reason, no doubt about it. But I started to look around and I noticed that the vast majority of the room, they were dead quiet. Like people at my rank, people above my rank, they were just sitting there. And some of them just literally had their head down almost with their eyes closed, and they weren't saying a word. When some of them knew full well I was correct, or they knew full well they needed to argue with me, or they knew full well something, they just weren't saying a word. And I I sort of noticed that 
the people that weren't saying anything were, you know, they were kind of in the upper trajectory. They were moving on up the ranks and they were fairly popular and they were in the good assignments. I think I was working graveyard at the time, right? I mean, probably not considered the best assignment, but I loved it at the time, young officers. But I thought, wait a minute, me and a couple of these other folks that are kind of speaking up, we're in the crap assignment, so to speak, right? We're kind of, we're not sort of the poster children of the most favorite kind in this room. And listen, I, I want to be very open and honest. Maybe I was just an asshole, right? But maybe I wasn't willing to go along with the flow just because. And it got me to thinking about the so-called playbook of success. And I have actually seen this multiple times. You see, in leadership, you have two roads you can go down. Uh, the Bible would describe this as the wide road and the narrow road, right? And uh, and you, you have a decision to make pretty early on in your career. You can go with the flow. You can nod yes. You can say yes, sir. You can when the you know, you can agree with the, the chief or you can just kind of go along with it. Some people may call that political correctness, but that dialogue always changes. So I don't really call it that. I just kind of call it taking the easy path, the easy road. And the truth is, in law enforcement, you get away with that. I mean, we're not the private industry, folks. Like we, we, we're not sort of held to this standard of constant change and, and evolving and, and new technology and new ideas and doing things differently. So if we sort of just kind of do status quo – it kind of works, unfortunately. You get paid the same regardless. That day, I was getting paid the same as everybody else, and they weren't saying a word, and I was the one putting the effort out. And you learn pretty quick, and, and typically how you learn is a lot of people are full of vinegar and fire early days, and they get sort of shunned. or they. I kind of I joke that you get a mark on your head of people just slapping you around. And you sort of learn, now, wait a minute, I can – I can live this life of leadership where I'm trying to change things and I keep running against roadblocks or, and it kind of makes things stressful, or I can just go with the flow. I call it the playbook, the playbook in law enforcement, the playbook for success. I bet most of you listening to this know somebody in upper administration, maybe it's a chief or sheriff or deputy chief, that you know full well hasn't done one thing in their department. They haven't come up with one idea, one project. They're not really creative. They're just taking up space, but they've been pretty successful because status quo isn't controversial. Status quo doesn't always upset people. Now, it upsets me. It should upset you. Nothing should be status quo. Status quo is our enemy. We should constantly be changing and constantly be getting better. That's the idea of what a profession is. But law enforcement doesn't really have to do that because, see, we get those government tax dollars regardless and sometimes by being quiet, you can be very, very successful. And I was telling my wife the other day, I said, you know, I don't know, 20 years ago, I was a captain and FBI Academy, National Academy, very young and kind of on that upper trajectory. I said, you know, sometimes I think to myself, if I would have just got in line, just gone with the flow, just said, yes, sir, and didn't cause any waves and just kind of nodded my head. Man, I, I may be in a different place today. Who knows, right? Maybe I'd be a, a super-duper chief or some, some stars on my collar or I'd be in some big city somewhere. I don't know. But then I quickly stopped myself because I thought, no, nah, that would be miserable. That's not me, right? And I hope it's not you. Uh, I, I want to be very clear. I, I understand the playbook, man. Like, there are people uh, that – 
want a very comfortable, easy career, no roadblocks, no obstacles, just get to my pension, get to the end. But I want you to ask yourself something. Is that what legacy is built on? You see, you have one chance in life to do the greatest job, I believe, on the planet, to do the job that people watch on TV, to do the job that people ask you questions about, to do the job that has ride-along programs for civilians. It's just the coolest thing ever. You get one shot, right? Do you want to be the guy or the gal that just went with the flow, just sort of nodded your head, studied for your promotional test, got the next rank, got the bigger office, got the nicer cars? Is that what you want to be? Or do you want to be somebody that changes things? Somebody that's known as creating greatness, mentoring others, pushing the envelope to do things differently. You see, I hope you are, because when you look around at the profession today, we need more of those folks that are pushing the envelope because it's pretty apparent the status quo isn't working. You see that in all aspects of things, how we're dealing with criminals, how we're dealing with recruiting, how we're dealing with officers. We are literally eating ourselves from the inside. We're killing ourselves from the inside. I hear from officers every single day of what these cowards are doing to them. In fact, I, I heard a story today where an officer was uh, in her car. Uh, she was driving through a parking lot, and she saw a gentleman outside of a bank. The bank was closed. She knew the guy wasn't supposed to be there. She just rolled up and said, hey, sir, you're going to have to leave the parking lot. And the guy attacked her in the car, injured her pretty badly. Uh, they ended up having to use some force. Some other officers showed up. The whole cavalry came. You know the deal. And uh, what I heard was they were investigating this officer for not checking out on the radio, right? I mean, uh, that's kind of what I'm talking about here. Oh, could that be a policy violation depending on what department it is? Oh, I suppose. But who hasn't rolled up to any civilian just to talk to him, right, without checking it out on the radio. It kind of reminds me of an officer in Cleveland a few years ago I met. She got involved in a shooting and heroically survived the shooting, shot up like crazy. And the department started investigating her for not turning on her body camera in the middle of the shootout, right? And so we, see, we hear these things a lot. That's cowardly actions, folks. That's cowardly actions. That's, that's actions from people that want to follow a playbook, this, this or that, policy or not, uh, technical or not. A lot of those leaders, you'll see, they'll grab onto like a technology stuff and they'll just talk technology, technology, technology. Meanwhile, they're missing out on the, the best technology you have, which is your people, investing in your people. They want to invest in all these other things to build a resume. They don't want to worry about what actual leadership is. They want to better themselves, but not others. Improve what they do for the next job and not the department they're at. We got a lot of work uh, to get this thing right, folks. I'm not telling you it's easy. In fact, it's extremely difficult. The reason so many play by the playbook is that's the easy road. That's the broad road. But as the Bible says, it's the broad road that leads to destruction. What I'm encouraging you to do as courageous leaders is take the narrow path, the path to greatness, the path to legacy, 
the path that actually changes things because one day you're going to be long gone from this career and you're going to look back on your career and you're going to be able to you're going to be able to think about who you impacted who you invested in how you treated others and god forbid if you did this wrong you got one shot so let me encourage you it's sometimes it's difficult Nobody likes to not be liked because when you try to change and do things differently or stand outside from status quo, you kind of get that that heat back. Nobody likes it. It's not comfortable. But who said leadership was comfortable? I mean, whoever said that wasn't leading for sure. I want to encourage you at the end of the day, do what's right. Be courageous. And remember, it's worth it. It's worth it. You may not think you're making the impact you are but i guarantee you that when you're bold and you stand out from the rest and you avoid the playbook and you just lead great great things can happen thank you and just remember lead on and stay courageous thank you for listening to courageous leadership with travis yates we invite you to join other courageous leaders at travisyates.org